This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. See our team make them need to run. That's Lord Every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best want you people to score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. Well, I'm in a good mood. I believe you're also in a good mood. But you know who's going to be in, in the best mood of anybody on the show today? RJ Santillo back with us. He doesn't seem like he's in a great mood. It fe- feels like the weekend was a bit much for him. A little him. sleepy. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when you start going on bachelor parties when you have, you know, you're a grown adult, you have a kid at home. Yes. It's tough. Right. You he, wake up at he, he's 3 not, o'clock in the napkin? morning. Would you like a napkin or two? I would love a napkin. There you go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and he's not 24 no. anymore. So RJ goes away for the weekend. He comes back. It looks like the weekend won. Uh, I was texting back and forth, and he said, yeah, this is probably it. He says that now. The last hurrah. No, he says that now until his next buddy gets married, and then he goes with that guy. And then they have debaucherous times wherever that happens to be. Nobody, nobody loves the bachelor party more than RJ. Nobody. Nobody's been to more bachelor parties since I've known them than RJ. He lo- his over-under is probably like 11. <laughs> it seems like there's at least two a year. At it's least. Un- it's un- Unbelievable. Goes to good spots, too. Vegas, Miami. No, oh, yeah, no. You they're, they're winning bachelor parties. It's just an interesting avenue that they're going on. Constant. I said to him, I said, do you want any, like, any pool parties? Anything? He's like, oh, well, no, we went to the uh, the Dolphins game. I was like, great. Listen, he loves football. <laughs> I know he loves football, <laughs> but... Listen, I, I didn't make the itinerary. I just show up, have a good time. You, you just do what you're told, right? I, I don't I don't create the, the itinerary for these things. I just show up, I have a good time, I do what's told to me. And I, I put a good smile on my face. So, RJ, you can tell a little, little sleepy. Raymond, great mood. Always in a good mood. Uh, no, no one will be in a better mood today than our 735 guest, Amani Toomer. Michigan winning the national championship. I believe he's in Houston right now. He's, oh, he did go. Oh, I, I think so. Well, he said he was going to go, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think he's there. Yeah, he, he's going to be he's gonna be on one today. That racket, I'm going to stick it where the sun don't shine. Well, let him enjoy himself now. Because once you heal up, once this back issue heals up, we're coming with a vengeance. Oh, I have, I have zero vengeance. doubt. Zero doubt. I'll be taking lessons. I don't think you're going to need lessons. I'm not going to take lessons. He's going to be in a good mood, and good for him. I mean, that was, I, I will say this, though, last night, I mean that, and I was looking forward to that game. I don't know if you felt like this. That did almost nothing for me. That game was... It was bland. I didn't. The quarterbacks were not great. Like it was. Uh, I never thought it was in doubt. Penix was very underwhelming. He was. I, I don't know. It just. I, listen, it's the national championship game at Harbaugh. I mean, phenomenal job at Michigan. It just. It, it didn't move the needle for me very much. I actually had relations during the game. How do we bring this to air? Why? I, mean, I, told, what, I already who, told the guys. Well, they, tell them the guys. That did something behind, for me behind the scenes. Well, we're open books here. So, like, like what, what was it when you're like, hey, Cass, things are getting a little boring. Panics can't sleepy. move the ball down the field. Let's yeah. go. The fornication. <laughs> Your hot take was kind of underwhelming. I don't know if J.J. McCarthy's going to go with the sixth overall pick. I never said that. You did. No, I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. I said that the Giants will get J.J. McCarthy. Never once did I say he'd go with the sixth overall pick. You didn't, did you? No. Well, I, I didn't. I, listen, whatever it is. I didn't hot say anything under, about him underwhelming, going six. Underwhelming hot take. Didn't, I, didn't love why? Because he had a bad game last night? Didn't love it. 
Made a good throw to uh, Loveland, the tight end. He did. Broke free, a nice made a catch. big play. Yeah. Right? That was a seven-point game at that point. Kind of changed the yeah, momentum. Yeah, they just hung around. Washington was just hanging around. And you kind of kept waiting for them. When are they going to get the play? When are they going to get the play? They had the big play. With the holding penalty? But then there was the holding penalty. Yeah. And Penix gets me nervous. And then they had a false looked, start. Right. Washington, they just weren't. I mean, Feinbaum was right yesterday. That's that's not a great football team. They're well, it's, I mean, it's it's a good football team. It's a really good football team. That's an undefeated football team. It's just Michigan was better. RJ Michigan said was better. This, RJ has said this the entire time. But I think if Michigan played Washington ten times, they win nine times. Like they, in my mind, were clearly the better football team. See, I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, they just they're, they're a really good football team, and they're I mean, offensive line, defensive line in the trenches. Like that is a, those are men. Right, and it's tough. They put a lot of pressure on Penix, but I mean, maybe after seeing it, seeing it, you know, second time around, like seeing that kind of that kind of pressure, maybe he's better. But maybe I mean, I think he had the he probably had outside of Jim Harbaugh, now probably feeling like okay, brought them back, won a national championship. Now there's no question, I'm out. There's nothing more for him to there's do. There's nothing more for him to do. Um, well, we talked about it yesterday. Like Michael Penix probably had the most to gain. Yes, yesterday. And he was not what we've seen this season. No, he was. He was. Let's be honest. He was not good. I mean, the one play you're like, oh my god, was when down the right side. Yeah, is it Aduze? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, it would have been a touchdown. Uh, I mean, he was wide open. Yeah, even on his, that fourth even and his seven. ball placement, man. Like you've seen, like he was he, bad. If you've watched him this season, like where he like his ability to kind of manipulate the pocket when he has to get the ball out and it just in perfect spots. So that's the one thing I think that we take for granted sometimes when you watch football. Like if you like if you really and I just I guess. Probably for us too, just because we're watching so much of it all the time. But when you have like that standalone game where you're really focused on, and you kind of like, and you're like last night, you're keyed in on Michael Penix just for you know Giants with the sixth overall pick. They need a quarterback, or we think they need a quarterback. It's like you watch all the little things, and it makes such a difference, man. When the ball's in the right spots for the like for the wide receivers, for the running backs, like even the simple plays, like where it's a running back, like there was and there was a, a bunch of drops, and it was probably the nerves and everything else. But like even like go back to that Colts game. Right, I mean, guys got six receptions, but I think like, part of the thinking from Shane Steichen is, you know, if I got Jonathan Taylor in the backfield running this play, everyone's going to know, like, have a pretty good idea. Ball's going to Jonathan Taylor. Right. right, this guy's in the game. It's like, well, maybe they're going somewhere else with it. Yeah, but why do you get cute when you don't need to get cute? Well, because you're trusting the fact that the throws. It's it's not a hard throw. We're going to make the throw. But like, you watch some of these plays, like running back out of the backfield or whatever it is. Like, if the ball's slightly behind the receiver as he kind of you know tries to bring his eyes up to. You know, to make a big play, whatever, like a short gain into a big play, kind of as he's taking his eyes up, you know, drops the ball as opposed to that ball's in front of him and you hit him in stride. Now, all of a sudden, big play. It's like those little kind of yeah, tiny the little things. nuances. But you're right. He hits a doze. First of all, he hits him and he and he should catch it for first down. Clearly, fourth and seven, they go for it. That changed the momentum of the game. Secondly, if he throws a good pass, he's probably scoring. And maybe the, the, the game is entirely different. But uh, Michigan f- for this whole season was the best team. They they were they, yeah they deserved it, especially with all the adversity they went through a lot of adversity they go undefeated their their defense is phenomenal they're you know they're kind of in the mold of what Harbaugh would want and what a Big Ten team would want with some like mixers in there it's like they're big they're physical they're tough they're smacking your mouth but they have some, some they can run the ball right down your throat right down your throat I mean last night I couldn't it was so weird like Michigan was unstoppable in like the first twenty first minutes of the game yeah. run, running the football and then they couldn't run the football at all for the rest of the game. I mean, Washington adjusted well. Right. Well, you got to remember, I mean, that Washington head coach is a really good head coach. You you wonder how long is he going to be at Washington for? Because Washington's not an – it's a good job, but it's not like a plum job. It's not like one of those – It's not one of those destination jobs. Right. It's not a Michigan. It's not an Ohio State, right? It's not a, 
I don't think it's a it's not a Texas. It's not one of those schools. Not in Alabama. Well, I think now too, especially with the collectives. I mean, you have to go if if you want to really like on a consistent basis compete in the. I mean, different now when you have the twelve teams. But if you want to be at the top, especially with the recruiting stuff, I mean, you've heard how many coaches say, "Listen, you want to." You want a quarterback out of the transfer portal? Uh, transfer portal? But they said like $2 million. It's going to cost you a million and a half. That's unbelievable. Like, so do you have the money to do that? I'm sure they do at Washington, but there's, there's bigger, better schools. Well, but to compared to, to these think. other places, like Texas A&M, Texas, Alabama, yeah, they, like they these schools, they got, yeah, they got yeah, big, Miami, huge money. Florida, they, pr- they print money. So, so I found the game to be underwhelming. You did not? No, I wouldn't say underwhelming. I mean, it's just the fact it was close. I mean, they, they hung around. It was just I was hoping to see more... From Michael Penix, I think that was kind of like the buzzkill. Well, I thought both quarterbacks were underwhelming. Well, I didn't but think, I don't, I didn't I think didn't McCarthy ex- was, I didn't was great either. A, a whole hell of a lot out of JJ McCarthy. Fair, because I don't think they asked him to do nearly as much as they asked Penix to do. No, the only way that Washington w- could win that game is if Penix was great, and and obviously Michigan could win that game if if McCarthy. Yeah, was and not. I was hoping to see that. I was actually, and what's funny is that I was watching uh, CJ Stroud. Who, I mean, if you're wondering why CJ Stroud has had the kind of success, I watched him on McAfee. He stopped by because they were down in Houston and just like talk about, you know, just saying all the right things. It was funny. They brought up the fact that he was like, he had a cool outfit on. He's like, oh, actually, he's one of the guys on my team. This is his clothing company. So I told him I would wear it. And like he flashed like the uh, QR code, like just doing, like just doing all the right things. But you go back to what he looked like in the college football playoff against Georgia. And that was kind of like his, whoa, like this kid is like we, he was good during the regular season, but now you see him against Georgia and you're like, holy crap, like this kid, this kid may have another level. Like, that's kind of what I was hoping to see from Penix last night. Yeah, which you, like, which you did not big, see. Well, because that's the big test, right? Like, okay, now you're playing. Like, how would this translate to Sundays? And you see him up against, you know, a big physical defense that's going to put pressure and on him. And what gets you nervous, too, at least me. First first of all, he's had multiple major injuries. Yeah, he's had both two, ACL twice the same two, two ACLs, major injuries. Every time he got hit last night, it looked like, and again, these are big guys hitting him. I get it, but it looked like, oh, God. Like, there was the one play where he went off the field, like, is he going to come back? I was well, holding you see, his side. Dude, the one where his offensive lineman stepped on his ankle? I don't think I've ever seen, like, a cleat almost get stuck in a leg. It was just, it, yeah, it just was stuck there. It was bizarre. Yeah. Do, you, do you understand the pain that must have caused him? You saw him hobble off, so yeah. obviously, but no, that was bad. Well, it, was, but, yeah, it was pretty clear that the pressure was affecting It was a lot. was affecting It was him. a lot. Well, but, and you know what? More pressure on him than anybody in that game. The only way Washington was going to win that game is if he gave you an A-plus game, and it was a lot for him, and he did and not. And there were chances, though. I mean, there were chances. There was also that one play, and I know the ball had to get out of his hand quick, but if he holds it for one second or he notices, like that, there was a, I don't know if it was a tight end or a receiver, straight down the middle of the field, wide open. Mm-hmm. He ends up dumping it off, but he gets that, you know, a second more, That's that should be a touchdown, so. Yeah, Um so, I mean, you, congratulations to you on the win last night during the game. Yeah, that was a win. Big win. That's nice. Like, you got to take the W's. Wait, was the it a w's. slow, like, were you like, let's see how this plays out, Cass? And then when it was a very slow start, you're like, all right, let's go? How, how did that work? No, I think the timing was just right. Just right. This is somehow Rocco. Half time doesn't work for you? Um, well, no. I, I couldn't, I, you know, time is of the essence. Yeah, but halftime is Rocco like, fell uh, asleep. Half times are forever. But, by the way, let me say this. The 745 kickoff, sensational. Much better. Phenomenal. Much better. I, I don't know. I felt like it was like kicking off at like eight thirty in the past, and the second half this starts at like eleven o'clock, and it was horrendous. This was this was by eleven o'clock last night. You could turn it off. This game was over. Very manageable. Uh, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Good night for me. I had a nice little night. Good night. I had a solid baseball practice for the great, team. Great night. Went a full hour and a half, which was nice. Nice. Yeah. Kept their attention for that long, huh? Oh yeah. You know what I hate, by the way, these people on the roads who don't clear off the the like 
top or the back of their the car snow. with the snow, and then you're on the highway and the snow comes shooting Helping. off like a, like weaponry. Yeah, that's terrible. It's tough. But you're such a good driver in your Mercedes that you can avoid that. Well, you could be the best driver in the world. You could be AJ Foyt, but I mean, if they're, they're, they're shooting snow rockets, well, at yeah, you it's on like the that highways. one guy that threw the frappuccino out the window. I couldn't, as good a driver as I am, right. I can't. I mean, there's only so much can't that, that anybody that. anybody can do. So I got to know my limitations. I don't want to swerve over all of a sudden, big time accident. CMT today. Uh, this is RJ's. He's gonna have to battle through this one. Well, I don't understand battle through. He just had a three day weekend. Yeah, it was a three day bachelor party. He's not a young man no more. Like this is he's burning it at both ends. He's like thirty four. It's not to say he's got kid. He's got a kid now. So what? It ages you. But he was he was kid free for the weekend. Yeah, but the man's up at three a.m. every day. I get it. He wants sleep. He go on vacation. Listen, buddy, you go on vacation. So, First RJ, thing you want is a nap. More attractive bachelor party for you. What you did this weekend, or they say, guys, we're going to go to a retreat, a spa, and we're really going to work on our sleep. <laughs> a sleep retreat. Uh, like what, war, warm milk and tea, oh. rub downs and massage, oh. you know, football by the fire, lights out by 11, first activity next morning, 10 o'clock. You know, I, I'd rather do what I did this weekend, but that sounds nice. No, that sounds like heaven. <laughs> Sign me up. Like if we could follow this weekend up with that next weekend, make it a two-parter. So if I offer you this week, but this is a, this is a, a football weekend. You can't, you know. No, but imagine, how about the four of us go away? We have a nice little getaway. And we watch football by the fire together Stop, collectively. How about that? The so what is it? So away. what is it? Next year's what? Twenty? This is twenty twenty four. So that'll put me. <laughs> yeah, you're good. That'll put me fifteen years married. I'll do a fifteen year bachelor party. We'll go spa retreat. That would be great. Massages, sleep. Uh, oh, oh, could you imagine oh, that? Nice that what time do you guys want to meet for breakfast? Like eleven ish, <laughs> right. something in that range. Let's do brunch, and then maybe we we'll get do breakfast. Some, some acupressure. Oh. Right, sauna, steam. Oh. oh my goodness! So we're, we're gonna go oh, for your fifteenth anniversary. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just looking for a reason. I got twenty coming up in uh, May. Well, there we go for another twenty. One. There we go another. We go one. this year and next year. Yes. No, we go there. We go. When is your twentieth? May. So we go May and then we go July. Boom, 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 boom. Nice. If we if we went once one one weekend for a spa retreat, I think we come back victors. Yeah, like Michigan, like oh. victors. And then by Tuesday. Gone. All back. All back to normal. <laughs> RJ not feeling well. Raymond exhausted. Yes. He's he's getting the preseason schedule oh. for the Knicks and the Rangers. Everybody's everybody's yelling at each other. Rough uh, Rangers game last night. Uh, they took it the Canucks. It's a good team. Watch out for the Canucks, man. That's a good team. Canucks. Yeah, listen, it's, it's such a long good. season, man. I get it. And and you're not going to panic because they had such no, a great start. But they've, they've not been a great team for the last month. Uh, well, I mean, the... the Listen, I think they're a really good team. I think they're going to be fine. I think so, too. Sounds like Kako's not far from coming back. No, it sounds like he's, he doesn't have limitations. I think it's going to come... He's still one of the best goalies in the league, but he is not having a representative season no. as one of the best goalies no, in the league No, he right is now. not. And it's but, been that way all year. But I think he figures it out. Uh, all right, so 1-800-919-3776. So let, let's go through what we have today. All right, we have CMT 745, 750 maybe. We have Amani Toomer. At 7.35, he's going to be in a phenomenal mood. Do you think we can get him to sing Hail to the Victors for us? Oh, uh, yeah. I, absolutely. Yeah, I think Let's so just, just well. hope he calls in. You that's, never know with him. That's true. And he's an, an hour time difference. Right. He's probably, he might not have gone to sleep yet. He might be out on a bender. So it's it's a very he good point. He could have altitude sickness for the seats that Michigan gave him. He's probably way up in I the top. I bet you he had decent seats I last know. night. You think, all right, here's my question trying for you. trying to show you. off taking his kids to the, to the game at Rutgers, and they gave him nosebleeds. Do you think he joins us today? Yes. RJ, do you think Toomer joins us today? I hope so. He put it no, out there. No, 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 no. 
Of course, they can't you even answer a so. question. These guys, no, well, because they, they don't want to. They don't want to upset anybody. Well, here's the thing. I've I've reached out. I send a text to him as I do every week. Time difference. I wouldn't expect him to be up. You know, much before he needs to be. I haven't heard back. Though, a little concerned. Wait, you sent the you text already to him sent them a today? text message this morning. Just a few minutes ago. Oh, well, of no. course you didn't. Of course you didn't hear RJ. back. It's five ten. It's RJ, where five, he is? RJ, we listen, don't want to wait till like. Well, he is on what seven thirty five. Yeah, it's it's an hour and change away. And listen, I, I would have said like, I would have said it's like seven. I, I love Amani. A little bit of a, a, a checkered past when it comes right. to so. All right, so there, so the question again: Do you think he joins us this morning at seven thirty five? Yes, Raymond. How is he caught off guard, do you think? Uh, he had never said set on, probably. No, like I was on. I was trying to eat something. Oh, see, right. snacking. So as I'm, as I'm going around the horn, I say, you, I'm going to ask RJ, you would, you would have to think that he would you probably be next, you, you right? Haven't said, you haven't said a word to me all morning. Oh. You haven't said a word. I, I talked to you when I walked in. You guys, Amani, need, you guys I do believe, need couples counseling. I do believe Amani will be there for you. You guys okay. need couples counseling. Amani could listen. He could be traveling. Who knows? Like maybe he just jumps on a plane. Maybe he's on his way to Brazil. You don't know where. I he don't is. know where he is. All right. So we think we're going to have Amani at seven thirty-five. We have CMT, which is a wildly popular segment. Seven forty-five. Stuff you miss. Nine fifteen. Uh, Jim Harbaugh. You got to figure he's coming to the NFL now, right? What's going to happen? Sounds like Dan Quinn is a hot commodity out there. So that would be good if he left the Cowboys, the, the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers. He's going to be on McAfee today. So that'll be interesting. 1-800-919-3776. And the Giants making monster moves. Oh, by the way, you see what um, Schefter said yesterday about uh, Tomlin? What, that he could leave to go into broadcast? That he could take a year off. What that? That would be bizarre. Maybe it's just time for a change. Maybe. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Raymond, you're on your game today, buddy. You deserve a little snack. Have another Have another little snack. You're at your best when you're well fed. Let's go. He's not going to respond to you. Yeah, he will. No, he's not going to. He likes me. He likes me too. Uh, 
Well, we just have a we have a tumultuous relationship. Yes, but he you likes guys, me. You guys could benefit from some counseling. Could you imagine going to counseling with a friend? Yeah, <laughs> it's, your, it's like family member. No, I just hope that you're never home alone when it happens. <laughs> Can you imagine going into a therapist's office and being like, "Oh, who who is this? That's my friend." That's a very ridiculous. close friend. That would be ridiculous. Well, what happened if you and your best friend had some issues you wanted to work out? I'd go to therapy with a friend. Why? I'd go to therapy I, I, with you. Well, I'm not going to therapy with you. I'll go to physical therapy, whatever kind of therapy, emotional therapy. It's great. Whatever you want. Maybe we'll do both at the this same kind time. Of, this is the kind of friend I am. They'll talk us through stuff as we stretch. Yeah. I did, dude. I had so many. You should have seen how many older women friends I had, like in their 70s, at physical therapy. <laughs> They love me. Did you walk in? You're like, Doris. Oh, yeah. Roberta. Every, every day. Hi, ladies. The best. Really? Would you like to play some tennis? I was like, yeah, that would be great. Got invited to play in their tennis matches. They liked you. It was great. Uh, let's hear from Jim Harbaugh. This win, he says, means everything. Well, I checked the biggest box. You know, for me personally, just to be uh, part of the family with my dad, who won a national championship with Western Kentucky in 2002, and John Harbaugh, who won the Super Bowl 2012 season, 2013 Super Bowl. I get to sit at the uh, the big person's table now. That feels really good. To be the only coach in your own family that you know, hasn't won a national title uh, or Super Bowl, the, the championship, that feels great personally. This guy's something else. He's a little he's a little quirky. Have you seen his parents? Did you did you watch the interview? Yeah. Of his dad and his mom? They're cute. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty easy to see why he's a little quirky. But it doesn't feel like John is that quirky. Oh I no, not as quirky. Like Jim looks like his dad. Oh, like he, exactly. He, uh, he replicates. Like his, his dad looks like it's Jim dressed up as an older person. Totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. But this guy is, he is some coach. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's had success everywhere. Everywhere. Every stop he's had. Right? University of San Diego. The Niners. Stanford. The Niners. Michigan. You name it. And not some success. Like Super Bowl appearance. National championship. Right? I mean, Stanford bringing that out of the doldrums. He, he is... A great, great head coach. He really is. It's funny he said he was talking about that, though. Like, tough that would be. Like, as accomplished as he is, having lost the Super Bowl to his brother, too. That wouldn't be easy. No. No, that would not be easy. No, I mean, how do you have, like, Thanksgiving? <laughs> well, I could, I could imagine you would be painful. Painful. I'd probably cancel. Every I think, Thanksgiving, I, think I would find ha- something to do. I think you'd have to. No, but I think... Like, you'd sit there with the Super Bowl ring on, like a jack wagon. I would yeah. bring the Super Bowl. I would be... If, if I'm the one that won that... I would be horrendous, and if I'm the one that lost that, I would be equally horrendous on the flip yes. side. You are a sore winner and a very sore loser. I don't think a sore winner. I think I'm a good winner. No, that's not that's not being a good winner. Like, if I show up at Thanksgiving, and you got, like, the mini Lombardi on the Thanksgiving table while mm-hmm. you're like, wearing your ring cutting the turkey, that's I a bad guy. We, I think we would carve into the skin of the turkey, yeah. like, that's the, a bad the guy. Lombardi trophy. Yeah. Like how's, wearing, that, how's that bad? It's terrible. Is it? Yeah. It's I like, like being, winning. Oh, I know you like winning. I, lo- I love winning. And then smearing it in my face. Sorry. Like when you want fantasy. Yeah, champion, champion. Champion, champion. <laughs> I won the I won the whole thing. The second you won, you put champion as your team name. It was before I was actually yeah, over. Right. I just Great. want everyone to know. When they looked and said, Oh, who's winning? It said champion. Great. It's awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Give um, me all your money. By the way, I, I I guess I'll bring this to your attention. I'll bring it. You're not gonna be you're not gonna be thrilled with oh, that. Good. We're doing a postseason fantasy. Yeah, I'm all set. But you, you I don't think you're invited be, to yeah, that, right? Good. I don't want to be a part of it. Okay, good. I need a break. You think I mean so you think I let them win, or you think I no, no. go win this again? No, you go win it again. Again? You don't take your foot off the gas. But you guys can't handle if I win again. If, Listen, I, win I'm a, not if I win a postseason fantasy, you guys are going to have nervous breakdowns. No, no, no. Well, uh, you're going for what I believe is is 
dubbed the Winthrop. I think he went back to back last year. He won our postseason tournament also. So you're you're competing with your arch enemy here. Really? So I mean, there's like three people right off the bat. They have no chance because they're not nearly that bright. And then, <laughs> am I wrong? Yes, you're wrong. You're, okay, so if I name names right I now, don't, who's... I don't know if he's I don't know if he's all the way wrong though. Yeah, just off the top of my head. I mean, there's a chance that somebody takes Garrett Wilson at some point in the playoff mm. fantasy draft. This is just like, all the all the Jets. This feels like one of those things where you brought it up. No, oh, off the top of my head, but you knew who those people were. Exactly, you wanted to identify right. going in. So now there's only eight people in it. So right now I've taken three out. Now there's four competitors that I got to beat. Like RJ's good, Winthrop is good, but I I think I can get it done. If I win again, forget it. Uh yeah, I don't. It's not gonna be great for us. Yeah, RJ in in particular because he's the one that mocked you for the half the half a championship. Yeah, you really you disarmed me there. I re- this is what we do. <laughs> when, who's when, who's when we? Our, he's my, he's my, my, my team. His team. <laughs> This is what we this do. This group, all the support. We we put it bulletin board material. RJ said this. RJ said that. And we came out swinging, and we you know started off slowly and got going and won the whole thing. That's what we do. This is what the Rothenbergs do. Team Rothenberg. They flush the BS, and they're focused on one thing and one thing only. That's winning. We're like the Harbaugh's. No distractions. That's right. We we are like the Harbaugh's. <laughs> and this is the success that we. And had. he'll send someone right to your house to just see who you're drafting. No, we don't care. Yeah. We'll, follow, we'll follow you on the, like the FBI. We'll follow right, you right 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 on the streets of New York City. We're not afraid of right anything. Um, Jim Harbaugh, do you want to chase a Super Bowl as your next um, hurdle? I just want to enjoy this. Yeah, I hope you give me that, you know. Can a guy have that? Does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's what's the future? You know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope I hope to have a future. <laughs> I hope to have a future? He is special. I mean, he really is. I'm pretty confident he's going to have a future. Right, I'm with him, though. Enjoy it, man. Oh, I, I agree we're, with that. We're all guilty of this. Well, yeah, yeah, and and I think it's a blessing and a curse. Like, it's good that you look forward to what's next, and it's a, it's a enjoy the moment. You, you just want a championship. Right, but it's also, I mean, it's easier when you won the championship and you have people knocking down your door to get a job. Like, this didn't, is not like it's... Didn't Michigan have him take a pay cut, like, two or three did. years ago? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and he, t- and he took a pay cut. Yeah. And and now he can he took a pay cut. Then he, I think he also donated his bonuses to people that were affected by COVID. Right, I think that you're right. In but now program. this is a guy that can probably write his own check anywhere he wants to go. Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking about this the same guy that sat in in the waiting room for a meeting with I think it was the Vikings, right? And they didn't give him the job. To now, they'll be. I mean, charges, you name the team. Yeah, I, I'm looking for it now. I can't find it. Michigan doing whatever they can to try to keep him. I can't imagine. He's, well, why stay at Michigan? Well, just, I mean, just it's, the it's security. It's not like he's a guy that's a, that's a, that's a you know, one job, be there forever. No. Kind of guy. Not, Clearly, he's like not that. He's been all over no. the place. So what's the rationale behind him staying at Michigan? Realistically. Well, build a legacy. Okay. I don't know. Win multiple national championships. Okay. I'm just wondering, does that matter to him more than trying to win well, it at the I mean, next also, level? Well, I mean, also, does he want to deal with everything else, too? Just with, oh, I mean, with the NIL stuff, with the transfer uh, transfer portals, all that other stuff. All the recruiting. It's a lot. It's probably easier to win in college than, than the NFL when you're Michigan, right? You have a lot of advantages. Yeah, but I think there's also a lot of work that has to go into it. I mean, there's definitely a lot of other things outside of just coaching football that you have to deal with as well. Right, like I mean, you're talking about trying to like consistently raise money all the time, sure, to pay these players, sure, recruiting to advance the program, Non-stop, recruiting. But there's so much money in Michigan. Why? Well, I understand. So it. enormous. I get it, but I mean, I, I think you hit it on the head, though. It's, it depends on what your personality is. Like, there are certain people that just crave stability and sure. like just being in a, a good right, situation. And if he wanted to be at Michigan, he could probably be there forever. But I think, but the, the problem with that is, though, is is as much as you want to 
we all pretend like yeah, he stays at Michigan. You know, maybe he wins another championship, but it's like this is the height right now. Like if he doesn't now, if all of a sudden next year he loses to Ohio State, right? You know what I mean? Or you know, well, and then just, he's not the same guy. Things move quickly in sports, real quick, real quickly. What for? If you were him, most attractive job out there. <sighs> Right now, I would probably say if I if I was if Chargers. I was Jim Harbaugh and I thought that Justin Herbert was the best young quarterback, Chargers. But they're fine financially; they're a mess right now too, yeah. though. But they're also a very talented team. Like you could take that same team and go to the playoffs next year. You could. I mean, you could also. I mean, you could also they look had a at decent the, season this year. They would have won the division. Also, look at the Bears, though. You could. And we have first overall pick. You do could. I love? Do I love Caleb Williams or Drake May or one of these guys? You could. But is the Bears' job going to be available? I listen, I don't know. I mean, as, as much as you like Matt Eberflus, I mean, you're saying to yourself, if Jim Harbaugh wants to, actually wants this job? Well, if Belichick or Harbaugh want the job, you're going to really keep Matt Eberflus employed? No. no. There's some talk now that Bill Belichick may stay in New England. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. This is the great share. This is my lady. Yeah. yeah. You're a big, big or fan am of I, share. Or am I share? No, I don't think you're share. I think, <laughs> I think you'd, you'd, you'd like her and you sing music like she's able to sing music. I think we have very or, similar voices, yeah. Yeah, very, very similar. <laughs> I'll take back! That was really terrific. If you didn't laugh... Sorry. Try it again. I won't no, laugh. I won't say a word. I'll turn my mic right off. Do you believe in life after love? That's pretty good. Keep going. No, I'm saying nothing. No. Why? i got to sing the whole song. I have time for you that. You don't we know got to talk about the Giants. So dare you. No more you know words. the words. I'm not the one that's flubbed numerous songs. You don't sing like I sing. No. <laughs> You're, you don't sing you, anymore. Your selection you is... Show it, show it, show it, show it, show it, show You know, it's one of the great drops in the history yeah, right. of the show. Of course. So you're going to give me a, a no. hard time about that? Yeah, I know the words. On and on and on and on. I knew the words there. You sound like the gingerbread man in Shrek. That was not a great yeah, sound. Yeah, and then I asked you to sing the other one. You're like, uh, I don't know how I mean, I could sing this if you'd like. Here you go. Let's hear some. I guess that's so I don't know what that <laughs> And you criticize me. Uh, Joe Shane. Does some talking yesterday. Brian Dable, some talking as well. Daniel Jones as well. This is a weird thing with the Giants, because I, I heard weeks ago that there was a real rift, like well, like real rift between Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. I did not expect it to lead to this, but I don't love the way the Giants played this game. I don't, because they made you believe like they were going to keep him, and then well, a couple hours later, they, they kind of forced him out. 
Yeah, well, I mean, this is, it's how, I mean, how they worded it. We'd like to have them back. We're going to have conversations. And then they go, and then fire. we're going fi- to fire your favorite guys. Right. So knowing you, what that means. Do you really want him back then? No, of course not. Okay. So don't don't give us that ga- this game of oh, we want him back. We well, they also didn't want to fire here. him, though. Well, why? Because they want to pay him? No, because now they actually have control of where he ends up. So because he quit, they can give him the green he's light still under, He's still on the contract. I yeah. got a hot take. Get your, I let, yeah, you, my do you not out. want it? No, I want it. I got to okay. find the page. Here it is. Okay. If, if Raheem Morris leaves the Rams... Wink Martindale to the Rams as DC, okay. replacing Raheem Morris. Okay, is that a good hot take? Yeah, I like it. Okay, if if and only if Raheem only Morris, if yeah, well because if there's no opening then then that doesn't work. Why he would leave the Rams if he gets a head coaching job, right? Correct. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Raymond asked me. Yes. Just to clarify, Raymond. Yes. Or I can't imagine him taking a sideways job. So yes, if he leaves for a head coaching job, Raheem Morris, that is Wink Martindale to LA with the Rams. You can mark that down. I feel pretty good about that. Goes on the, the sheet of hot takes. He's writing it down. It's a beautiful penmanship. So yeah, no, I'm, I think it's odd the way the Giants handled this thing. And I'll tell you what it does, in my opinion, puts even a bigger bullseye on Brian Dable. Right? You don't think? Well, the bullseye's already on Brian well, Dable. I mean, but, the, but now, the one now you're taking full, like full control. You're moving on from this guy. Apparently, there's a riff with Kafka. I mean, who knows what you're going to do in the draft? You've had a subpar season. There's, there's, you're gonna, you're gonna have to answer some questions if you have another bad year. If you're the Giants, this is his team. This is fully his team. Yeah. He and Shane are tied at the hip together, and they're going to fail or they're going to succeed as a duo. And I like them, and I think they will succeed. I don't love that this is happening. Yeah, but you got to understand this though too. And in my experience um, in the NHL, and usually why you see a lot of especially assistant coaches that are retreads, is because they have previous relationships with head coaches, right. and those head coaches can trust them, and how important that is. Like, if there's if there's clearly a a rift... Didn't he hire Wink, though? Or Wink was given to him? Uh, he hired Wink, but Wink wasn't his... Like, it wasn't sure. a previous relationship. Right. Well, it's because, I mean, I'm a head coach for the first time, so I have a guy that's going to be the head coach of the defense. I don't right. have to worry about it. Correct. I can focus on, you know, being, you know, the CEO and... You know, my expertise is the offensive side of the ball. Here's here's usually how this thing works. Is that, especially, you know, when there's losing adversity, it happens in the locker room. There'll be side, you know, we used to call it, you know, the the B-word sessions, right? Like you go on the road, you get in a hotel room, and you guys, we chop it up, and you complain about certain things. If all of a sudden now you have a rift between the head coach and the defensive coordinator, and maybe that, that trust isn't necessarily there, you run the risk of now all of a sudden where it's not the same message in you know as the head coach you need to you need to know that all the things you're doing are being supported by your assistant coaches right because now all of a sudden you got guys on the defensive side of the ball are now you know complaining to wink and it's not like wink is no no you know this is this is how we do it this is Brian's message it's you know now you have kind of some division that you don't want the the weird thing is i've heard that the players Love Dable. Love him. So you'd figure if the players love the head coach, that the coaches would, I mean, maybe I'm wrong with it, would probably get along. It's it's such divisiveness. But what I've also heard within that organization is that they, and Kafka as well, I've heard, and and Martindale, kind of look at Dable as as kind of a, a phony. Um, like and, a fake tough guy kind of like, deal? like I don't know fake tough guy or like we'll call you out in front of other people and you kind of embarrass you and belittle you a little bit and I just don't think I I don't I clearly Wink doesn't like him 
Well, but I, again, to my to my original point though, it's like if you're just if you're just if you're just starting to coach with somebody and like just getting a chance now to see what this person is all about, right? And there's a chance you don't necessarily like how they they handle it, right? Sure. Like as opposed to you know, I already I've already been an assistant coach with them or a defensive coordinator, an offensive coordinator on, on his staff. I know how he's going to do things, and, and it's. I like how he does it. And I spoke to a couple of people yesterday, and one of the questions I asked was, well, why is it year two and not year one? And they said there was an issue year one, but when you're winning and you're winning a playoff game, all that gets kind of massaged away. Right. When you look at the numbers, too, I mean, defensively last season, I mean, numbers were outside of the takeaways. The numbers were, were better last season. And the takeaway this year was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they're tied for first in the NFL. Did I see this, that the Giants led the NFL in in like plus minus with takeaways this season? Uh, turnover differential, yeah. And they were six and eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go back, and well, obviously we're not going to do it here, but if you go back and look at like the last thirty years, how many of those thirty teams would you say made the playoffs, leading the league in turnover differential? I would say probably a majority of them. Twenty three, twenty five. Yeah. Like it's 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 wild to think that you led the NFL in turnover differential and you were six and eleven. Yeah, they were plus they were plus twelve this season, tied with Baltimore. Well, and, and Baltimore is the number one seed in the right, AFC. Baltimore's number one seed. New Orleans is plus eleven. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, but they, but they were still what nine and eight, and they decided that their head coach, yeah, we'll do our own thing. That's unbelievable. That puts me in a weird spot too, by the way. And I'm, I I take full blame for this because I'm an idiot. I, that should have been one of the questions I asked Rex how he would have dealt with that. But I, Jameis Winston would be looking for work today. No, how about the coach? You don't if make they have the, so little respect. For you him. don't make the playoffs, and your and your players decided to go rogue. Did you hear who they're looking at to bring in to help run the offense? Let me goals? guess. Um, they've already had him in once. John Gruden. Yes. Yep. That'll go over well. If the offense is good. Yeah, but how long until he's the head coach of the team? Uh, probably not great for Dennis Allen. Right. Just kind of like the hey, yeah, we're going to push you out, and we'll give Gruden a, a chance, like a test run. Well, yeah, let's just, we'll see it's we'll how, see how people react to Gruden right. being back in the NFL and getting some work, and then all of a sudden... He's taking his medicine, he's willing to accept an offensive coordinator job, and then before you know it, he's the head coach. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't love this with the Giants. It it it's, leaves a bad taste in no, my mouth. No, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, it's just, it's Wink's a, a really good coach. Well, that's the thing as well. Most people around the NFL talk about him. You go back to you know Matt Stafford talking about him and how hard is, hell, like what he did to Jalen Hurts in, in Philadelphia, right? Like, I mean... You'd like to keep that continuity, but you'd love to keep that. Continuity. Well, maybe the other thing too is though it's just maybe you know as far as Joe Shane was concerned, I mean as smart as Wink is, maybe he doesn't feel like his scheme fits necessarily the players that they're that they've drafted. I also heard that like is, is Wink's system great for Kayvon Thibodeau? I mean, we'll we'll see. So a couple things to keep an eye out for these two, probably more, I'm sure, as far as the next DC concern, Leslie Frazier. And Antonio Pierce. I would be surprised if, I mean, could you imagine? If what? If Pierce is well, not? Well, you already did it with Passaccia. All the players wanted him. You walked in. No. Right. We want Josh McDaniels. Fails miserably. Now, all your best players, Max Crosby, stud. Devontae Adams, stud. Right. They you all see how him. they play for him. This guy should be the coach. Right. And you decide to, now nah, we're going to do this again. Well, l- listen, all I'm saying is if he's available, I would think he'd be yeah. on the short list of, well, of Pierce DCs for the Giants. 100%. Right. So those two keep an eye on. Uh, but who's to say that works? That's the thing, though. Well, I mean, no, Leslie Frazier? I, I don't know. I would say probably. But, but he has a history with Brian Dable and Joe Shane. Right. So maybe like you have a pretty good idea who Brian Dable is. What I'm saying, though, is that that's the risk you run sometimes. If you bring some guy in just because he's really good at his job, you don't necessarily know if you're going to. If there's going to be a mesh. If you're going to mesh. Right. It's like but the least, same thing with us, like this business. 
Like, you could do shows together with people. Right. But then, like, is there chemistry? Do you, like, at some point just get sick of the person just because you don't like who that person is now that you know them? It's possible. It's tough, it especially when you've got alpha males, man. Like, this is, like, I can imagine Wink's like, listen, I've been doing this for a long time. This is my defense. And then Brian Dable comes in, hey, we want to do certain, listen, buddy. Yeah, my I got this under control, and we're doing well, so leave me alone. Like, so I could see how you could butt heads that way. I'm, and how do you, if you're Brian Dable, how do you fix it? Like, if you got a guy that, like, this is what I do, I have a proven track record, and I come in, hey, let's, let's, you know, let's change these things. And I'm sure Wink has a big personality. Like you know big, he has a big personality. A big personality. So, yeah, there was obviously some issues, and but I, you, you hate, because the defense played well. Last year they played very well. This year they played they came well, and it got, got better as the season went along. And you saw guys improving, right? You saw Deontay Banks getting better and, and, and Thibodeau getting better. And, like, all the players on the team, on the defensive— Oh, Karake was a monster. Monster. Uh, I, mean, I can't all, believe him, him and McKinney played every single snap. Every single snap. Oh, I also heard this, and which I thought was interesting. Wink, better chance now McKinney's staying that Wink is not here. Well, I think that speaks to my point, though, right? Like, if you're not willing to bend, like, you have this is, this is what we do— and you have suggestions from players that aren't being heard, and you have suggestions from the head coach that probably aren't being heard. Like I would, if I was the head coach, that would piss me off too. But that's why it's so important, man. Like that chemistry between the coaching staff to make sure the message is always the same. Because the first thing players will do is once they sense that they'll start complaining to one of the assistants. Because your relationship with the assistant coaches is always better than the head coach. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like if you don't have the head, the, the assistant coaches are like, hey, no, listen, this is the right thing. This is why we do this, and take you back. Like it splinters fast. If the head, if the assistant coach is like, yeah, listen, I don't know what he's doing. Like, yeah, I have the same questions you do. Now all of a sudden it's like, what the hell is happening here? And it undermines the head coach, and that's the last thing you want to have happen. Sure, and, and I still think Dable's good. I think he's a, a smart offensive mind. I think he's competent. I think the, like you can't deny the players play for him. Well, you, what do you, you want? Can't deny it. Like, here's the thing. I hate to see Wink go, but at the end of the day, Brian Dable is the head coach, right? So if I'm going to go, if I'm going to have success or I'm going to fail, I want it to be with people that that I know are good at what they do that I pick and that I have good relationships with. Who wants to go into a building where you don't like the people that you work with and you have a choice and you can control it? Like, I know Wink's really good at what he does, but that'd be, I mean, that would be a... I get it, but if but but sometimes you have to look, like, big picture, right? And well, say, but I, also, I don't love him, but he's good. Right, he's good, but is there anyone, is there someone that's, you know, just as qualified that I'll get along with better? I think Leslie just, Frazier is very Okay, very so if it, makes it, if it makes it a better work environment, like, you hear coaches talk about it all the time, like, it, they're, like... How do you, you know, how do you, when you do the draft, what do you focus on? He goes, a lot of what we do is, yeah, the skill set is what we want, but it's also like, do I want to coach this guy? Right. Will do I enjoy coaching in? him? Yes. Yeah. I don't want a guy that's a pain in the ass all the time. Let's go to some of the calls on the state of the Giants. 1-800-919-3776. Dave in the Bronx. Lead us off, Dave. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Really like the show. Listen to it all the time. Um, I'm not sure if I disagree with you guys after listening to all that about the Giants, but I just think the Giants need to go in a different direction because uh, Wink Martindale was a scapegoat. Everyone can see that, as you guys have been saying. He was a great coach. The team didn't do well. That's on Dayball. I don't know why Wink is well, out. I don't, I don't yeah, think that, like they, Wink- that he's gone because he's a scapegoat, though. I think he's gone because the two of them didn't get along. I think if their relationship was good, then I Wink mean, would still be the defensive says, coordinator. Everyone, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. People talk about the relationship. It's hard to say, but the, he's gone for a reason, and that reason shouldn't be more than, oh, you know, the defense was good. Everyone liked him on the defense. I don't know. Some people didn't like him. He's a coach. Not everyone's going to love the guy. But anyway, let's move on. To I wouldn't say the defense. Too. I mean, the defense was fine. I wouldn't say the defense was. I mean, defense wasn't great. It was and, and better Dave, last season. Also, I think Wink wanted to leave the Giants as much as the Giants wanted to move Possible. on from Wink. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm te- do, but I'm do telling you that? you that that's is the that, case. Is that out there, or do you just 
What, I mean, has, I've never heard that. Where did, I, I listen to everything Giants. Where did you hear that? I, I've heard it from numerous people that Wink for weeks, for right. months, was right, unhappy. Well, all right, I, Rick, I, I, I got you. I hear, that? I just, yeah, months Wink was unhappy hear, with the Giants. I don't know. You you say things like that. It just doesn't sound professional. I, I hear things, <laughs> well, you know. Well, Wink, okay. I don't know. So, I, so would you prefer me not to tell you things I've heard? Every day. Believe me, I listen to you guys every day. I'm a loyal fan, you heard? So let's just move on to the quarterback. Again, I don't want to get into an argument because I like you guys. Fair enough? Uh, okay, that's fine. Okay. What do you guys want to do with the quarterback situation? This guy is brittle. There's no way in hell he's going to be a quarterback for a full year next year. Is Cutlitz our quarterback or what? No. I need to know the answer no. from you guys. Well, is Cutlitz your quarterback? No, or you're, I mean, do you think he could be an idiot. Uh, he was not far from idiot. Oh, I think it territory. was just, it was, yeah. I think the, no, Cutlitz the, the, is, is the not intended, the quarterback. The intended purpose of that call was to bring up Okay, good. Well, no, he's not going to be your quarterback next year. Yeah, and so people know too. I get Dave. Dave hears a lot of things that he tells us that doesn't necessarily want to take on the air for a bunch of different reasons. But this was not something like the relationship was. Jake Laser had this report yeah, like yeah, six but I'm, weeks ago that right, the two of this, these guys didn't get along. But the relationship was worse than you heard about. No, you're unprofessional for saying so. Like it wasn't like just like they. Oh, hey, these guys just don't get along that good. It was like. Like Wink yeah, was a real riff. Like Wink was sick of table. Wink was sick, and Wink forced his way out. Like this idea that the Giants fired him. I don't know how true that is. I think he wanted out of here. Now that's my opinion. Yeah, I think it's probably mutual. But they gave him. I mean, they, they greased the skids to do it by firing the two guys that they know would get him out. Right. Right. I right. mean, like, like if we're, if we're doing the show and you show up one day and they're, and they're unhappy with you and they want to make a statement and R.J. and Raymond are gone, I'm out. You think you're going to be a happy no. guy? No, not happy. I'm done. Oh, okay. As was Wink. Right. Um, here is uh, Renan on the case show yesterday on Martindale's resignation. We knew this was coming, right, like for a couple weeks now. Not that he would definitely was gone, but that there was trouble between Wink Martindale and Brian Dable, that relationship, and it's leading to him leaving. Obviously, once you see, I mean, you see Drew Wilkins and Kevin Wilkins fired. Trust me, if you know Wink and you know the relationship between those guys, there is zero chance that Wink Martindale was going to be there any longer and that Drew Wilkins and Kevin Wilkins are going to be going with Wink Martindale. This all stems from the relationship between the two of them, Brian Dable and Wink Martindale. So there you have it right there. Yeah, but it's not like we haven't seen this before, man. This happens all the time. I don't think this is the end of the world. It's just like you would no, like some stability. Right, of course, in continuity. I get it. And it, you know, Maybe they find someone that, that has a scheme and system that fits you know, Kayvon Thibodeau better and gets more out of him. Wink is really good at what he does. He has a proven track record, and it's unfortunate they couldn't get along. But it happens. I mean, like, why couldn't Belichick and Brady figure it out? Why couldn't Aaron well, figure it out? Well, it's, sometimes it's played its course, right, though, right? But why couldn't Aaron figure it out in Green Bay? Like they're like because you have big, big, giant egos, right? Involved but here. those are those are relationships that lasted twenty years, and it was just no, I get the, it. the end of it, right? I understand, but it's, I'm just giving you two examples. Like there are plenty of other examples of this happening in much shorter spans of time, just because. I mean, you got like you got to understand the the people that have these jobs. These guys have huge, like these guys are confident men that have huge egos, and you know they just for whatever reason. You know, Wink feels a certain way about Brian Dable, and I'm sure Brian Dable didn't feel like he wanted to necessarily have to deal with it every day. Right. And listen, I like Wink. I think he's good. I think he's solid. I I don't think he's the greatest defensive coordinator in the history of the game. I think he's a replacement. I think he's really guy. good. But I got to listen. You got to understand too, though, man. If I'm the head coach of a team, and there's a certain way you could you call it fake, you could call it fake tough guy, whatever you want to call it. You don't like how I do it. As good as you are at your job, I want people around me that that support me. Like, I don't want anyone to undermine what I'm trying to do. Right. Like, you're my, like, you work for me. 
At the end of the day, you work for me. That's correct. So if you're not bringing my message to the team and you don't like how I do it, then beat it. That's right. Now, there's a big bullseye on Brian Dable, though, because now there's no more, well, Wink but, couldn't do this, dude, and there's always, couldn't do this. Yeah, but that's fine. I get there's it. Always, I'm the head coach. There's always going to be a bullseye so on So there's me. two ways I look at the Giants next year. You draft a quarterback, you have a year of, of growth. You don't draft a quarterback, huge bullseye on Brian Dable. Huge. Yeah, there's no, I mean, we saw it earlier this season with their start. Like, I, I just assume, like an idiot, that there was, no, I shouldn't say that, because I, I, I think I said this. Look what happened with Buck in the Mets. That you build up some equity, but no. No, not here. No. Not in this town. Other towns, I think so. Not in this town. Nope. You also were uh, under the assumption that Evan Neal was going to take a, a big step, and he might have taken a big step. It was just in the I wrong way. I should have known once Renan said, eh. And that was down. the real Renan. That was not Renan Nuts. No, that was Renan, yeah. Yeah. Who wears a uh, the, the ski hat <laughs> into the uh, locker room. I'm not going to let you it's freezing. give Jordan Renan a hard time. He's a good friend of mine. I wonder if he took off his nose sock. <laughs> what? He's that cold. True, true. You're, you're, you're a bad human. If being. he's that cold, he's a he's a nice guy. He is a nice guy. At the drop of a hat, we need him. He comes on the show. I know. I had a nice little conversation with him at the uh, holiday party. You consider him a friend? As I took a break from my other guests. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> yes, I like him a lot. Okay. So why do you have to Let's make have fun him, of him all the time? So I can apologize. Bring him on today. No, I, I don't. I want to bring him on. I apologize. RJ, should we have Renan on today? I think today's a good day. Well, bring Renan nuts on. Whatever one. No, no, no. We want, you want actual, the real deal? We want actual Renan. We Get Renan on Renan. the phone. We should have a Renan Eight signal. o'clock hour, Renan. Can you do that, RJ? I can do that. I'm right. the conductor. Surprised he didn't text me like 4.30 this morning. Well, he didn't know we were going to hey, have him on. Hey, Amani, it's I, I know can't it's believe 5.15. you texted Amani at 5 o'clock in the morning, RJ. It wasn't 5 o'clock. It was like 6.15. And where is Our he? Time. And where is he? He's, he's in a different time zone. So it was 5 o'clock. Imagine if you woke him up. I think he's been up the whole time. Yeah, yeah, maybe he never went to think sleep. So? Yeah, yeah. Maybe he never went to sleep. Yeah, I think he's probably on a bender. Well, I'd have I'd have some serious respect if he went all night. If he calls us from a conga line well, I can't. at, at, at 730 this I'll tell morning. you what, I can't. I don't think I could go all night anymore. Back in the day, no I problem. I haven't even tried to go all now? night in years. Oof. Although, but RJ, that, the night that the Rangers had that win, I think I might have been able to go all night. You wanted to. You'd have been in a ditch somewhere. Ma- maybe so. With a piece of pizza hanging out of your face. <laughs> we'll go to underground rats, casino rats, parlors. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.